Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Bill Bice, the CEO and founder of Boomtime, the world's first marketing as a service platform. But I know Bill didn't start out that way, so we're going to go back in time a little bit. Bill, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks. All right. I know the longer version could and should probably fill a book. However, you started your first company at 14. Tell us, obviously, that was a few years ago. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a few years ago, but I I was getting bored in high school, so I would jump the fence and hang out in the strip mall that was next door, and there was this great local family that had a, a business that was uh, uh, three different uh, sporting goods store in this one area, and, and they helped me start my first business of putting on road races, and I got to really see what it was like to be an entrepreneur, which is, which is how I fell in love with it, and I had parents that actually supported me in doing this crazy thing at age 14. And, you know, so that got, that got me involved in business. And I started my first software company at 18 and, and frankly thought I knew it all. So it took me a long time to, to actually figure out how to run that business. But, uh, you know, after a while, we, we built a really successful business and uh, just, uh, you know, I, I love building businesses. It's a, it's a blast. Yeah, you're on your fourth one now. Why boom time? Why marketing as a service? And what does that even mean for our audience? Yeah, so I, I got really frustrated in how hard it is to get great marketing consistently for my own companies. And, you know, if you own a company, you want an ROI on your marketing, and that, that, that is difficult to do. And, and so I started Boomtime to go after that problem. This is, a, this is an area where, where scale and efficiency just uh, doesn't, you know, it, do, it doesn't match up with marketing that well. I mean, you, you go into marketing so people don't know what you're doing. You know, that's part of that's part of what you're doing with uh, with all the things that you talk about is, is dispelling sort of the mystery around this. Um, and I'm I'm a programmer, so I I looked at it. I just naturally tackled the problem from following the data and and really seeing what actually works. Okay, so what does that mean? What does Boom Time do? How does it work? How how do, what transformation do we experience using it? Tell us a little bit about that. So it's really about getting the, the foundation of your marketing in place. We, we deliver that as a service. Like so many of the options out there are either there's a ton of technology, which is, which is great if you have the expertise and the resources to implement it and put it to work. And, and then there's, you know, there's a ton of people doing the work. What we've done is brought those two together, turned it into a service. So you get the, you get the full thing. 
And, and what we're really doing is, is covering the basics that, that quite frankly, most businesses don't get done. Like we just need to be really good at capturing all the leads and referrals that come our way. We need to be really good at following up with every single prospect we have. We need to be really good at staying in front of this now larger audience that we're growing. Frankly, most businesses aren't great at doing that. And yet that's the low hanging fruit. That's the easiest way to grow your business. We just need to be really good at that stuff. Okay. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that, that entrepreneurs um, are making on their websites now? Well, so I, I, think the, I think the two biggest mistakes that companies make in their marketing is number one, they talk about themselves. Nobody cares, right? The, what, what matters is what does your audience care about? What do you do that helps them in their business, their career? So you, you got to flip your marketing to be all about them. And, and then the second problem I see over and over again is the lack of consistency. Like pick a strategy and execute on a long term. It's the only way you're really going to get a great return on your effort in marketing. And so th- those are the big issues. When, when, when you go down and look at like a company's website. So, you know, we, we specialize in B2B, uh, particularly small business. And nobody's going to hire you if they don't understand who you are. So the About Us page on your typical small business website is the second most visited page on the website. And yet it rarely does a good job of actually selling the company. It doesn't control the customer journey of, well, what do I, what's the next part of the story I want to tell? Go, go to an about us page on any random website right now, scroll down to the bottom and it'll just be blank. There needs to be a big button there that takes you to the next natural step of the story that you want to tell. So that should be the first big button on your homepage about you. And then when you get there, same thing, carry it all the way through and tell the rest of the story. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So what specific, you talked about how Boomtime helps with lead capture and follow-up and nurturing. So is that a combination website, CRM, marketing automation software? Tell us a little bit more about what our folks are going to get when they invest in Boomtime. It, it, is, all of, it is all of those things, but it's particularly the content, right? So the, the hardest part about doing marketing really well is having great content. And most businesses really struggle. I mean, sitting in front of a blank screen is just so difficult. So you need to have somebody who, who writes that content for you. You've got the ideas, but if you're going to take that on, unless you're just getting started and you have to do it, you know, when you get further along in the arc of your business, it's just really tough to get that done. So we've built a network of 300 subject matter experts that are how we do that. So whatever the audience is that we're talking about, we've got somebody who's an expert in that and can really talk to that audience and it's amazing how much easier your marketing gets if you've got a steady flow of really great content. So you need the content and you need all the process around it. You need the analytics that are going to follow up on that content and constantly iterate to get better and better. And, and that's why we really had to do both sides, the technology and the service, in order to, to get all the elements that are required to be successful. That makes a lot of sense. Now, one of the most common answers I get when I speak in an event and say, where does the bulk of your business come from? Which I'm sure you hear all the time is everybody says word of mouth and referrals. Um, but if I ask them, how many are you going to get next month? They don't know. And if I ask them if they've got a system to generate more of those, they don't have an answer to that. So how do you leverage word of mouth? Yeah, this is the one thing that really works. And the, the thing I love about being in this digitally connected age is that we really can amplify the effect of word of mouth. So we talk about it as social currency. So if you're giving your audience social currency, you're giving them something to talk about. So you're sending them insight and perspective that's relevant to them. 
then when they're having a, a lunch the, the next day with a peer and that issue comes up, you've just created a referral that wouldn't have happened otherwise. So simply staying top of mind with all of your clients, every prospective client, everybody in your network, if you do that with really relevant content, what you're doing is creating word of mouth that, that wouldn't have otherwise happened. And that, that's just the beauty of us all being connected together now. Absolutely. So how do we use, you mentioned it, how do we use LinkedIn to attract new clients? I just, I love LinkedIn. This is like Facebook 10 years ago. So we're, you know, we're really right at the beginning of LinkedIn just taking off like a rocket ship. You know, the, the amount of time people are spending on LinkedIn has just, you know, it's dramatic what's happened over the last 18 months. So if, if your prospects are, are on LinkedIn, if you're in B2B, whatever effort you're putting into LinkedIn, you should put 10 times more. The key is that I think the perfect analogy for LinkedIn is that it's just like a networking event. It's just that it's, it's the world's ideal networking event because you only meet people you actually want to talk to, but you need to treat it that way. Like you wouldn't walk into a networking event, or at least you certainly shouldn't, meet somebody new and immediately dive into a sales pitch doesn't tend to work at a cocktail party and it's not going to work on LinkedIn either. And yet so much of what you see on LinkedIn is doing exactly that. If instead you go in to build your network and really be beneficial to that network, then you're going to create sales opportunities long-term, but you've got to build a relationship first. And if you're taking this insight perspective driven approach to content and you're putting that out on LinkedIn over and over and over again, people are really going to start to understand what you're great at and they're going to naturally come to you when, when they have that need. That makes a lot of sense. Now you've done uh, on your fourth company, you've done a lot of marketing in the legal industry. How is legal marketing in the legal world different from the wild, wild west that is the rest of the world? Well, legal is actually the perfect example of word of mouth because traditionally the only way that, that law firms, professional service firms have gotten additional businesses through word of mouth. And so really what we've been talking about here is, is the only thing that works in that kind of professional service area. And, and what we have seen is that it really works in any, any kind of B2B business, but that the background I've had in legal, I think really helped get that focus on this one thing that, that is so powerful, which is just, just drive more referrals for, for the vast majority of businesses. The growth you want is sitting there. If you, if you just focus on driving those referrals. Sure. So if we look at it that way, you know, you're, you're suggesting that perhaps those annoying personal injury law firm ads that show up every couple minutes, every television commercial break, and they're on the radio all the time, aren't perhaps the most effective form of advertising, and that they would do a better job investing those resources in getting their existing happy clients to share the love more. Is that accurate? Absolutely. And so many of them that do that have a really large base of clients and yet rarely do they, do they leverage that. But I think this is true of, of all businesses, right? The, there's so much opportunity in leveraging your existing client base. That example is, is a particularly blatant one. Um, but it's, it's true for, uh, for, for any kind of professional service. It's just so much easier to leverage people who already know you and have them help you get the word out than it is to get somebody brand new who's never heard of you to, to understand what you do from, from moment one. Sure. So let's talk about the types of results Boomtime users are getting. Can you give us an example or two of some case studies? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to start with, a, with a, what seems like a really obvious one, which is, which is ourselves. Because until we finally made the switch and started treating our own company as a client, 
we had the same exact problem that, that everybody does. We weren't getting our marketing done on a regular basis. And as soon as we did that, we changed our internal process so that, so that we literally treated ourselves as a client. That's when our company really started to take off because we actually were doing the things that we were recommending and that we were doing for our clients. And it's, it's kind of embarrassing now looking back on it, but it is the you know, typical cobbler shoes, kids kind of, uh, kind of problem. And, and what, we, what we see over and over again is that it's really only three channels that you need to be great at. So the website should always be the centerpiece. Everything should go back to the website. And if you're really good at email and LinkedIn and you're in this context of, of B2B, you, you grow your audience with LinkedIn, you get as much of them as possible on email, and then you, and then you stay in front of them. And so we do that with, with all kinds of niche businesses. So we've got a company that makes uh, metal springs. Well, it's really tough if you make high value metal springs to compete on AdWords, because how the heck do you identify somebody that that's the thing they're looking for as opposed to what's at Walmart? So much easier to go out to customers who already know you and leverage that and grow the audience than, than it is to, to do standard advertising. I, I just bought a company in December that makes clean room furniture for, you know, for the largest semiconductor and pharma companies in the world. And I bought them so I could do marketing for them. And, and the reason is because I want to actually capture all this value that we create for the companies that, that we do marketing for, right? Their business has been built entirely on word of mouth, but they weren't doing anything to activate those referrals. So just what an ideal opportunity to, to buy the company and do exactly what we've learned to do and, and grow it. And we're, and we're, we're only three months in and we're already seeing really great results from doing that. Congratulations. That's, that's a great marketing strategy right there is buy the client you want to market for. I never thought of that. <laughs> All right. So what do you like best about what you do? You know, I, I'm just really, I'm passionate about small business. It, it's what creates employment in our country. It's what drives innovation. Like the reason we get to build companies and sell them to larger companies is because they're dependent on us in order to drive innovation. But yet, if we don't get better at marketing for smaller businesses, like marketing in some ways has gotten so much more difficult and complicated that without leveling that playing field, it's just, it's tough to be a small business now. So that, that's why I'm so passionate about this. I think it's so crucial to our economy. Absolutely. And with all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? I, I still, um, you know, I try to do the opposite of what I did when I was 18 because I didn't accept any mentorship and that's, that's why it took forever to figure out what the heck I was doing. I try to do the opposite now and actually learn. We have this amazing ability as humans to project ourselves into a future, but we rarely do it because you can go find somebody who already knows how to do what you do. And, and so I still have to school myself to go do that because it's, it's so powerful talking to someone who's already been there and done what you want to do. Much faster way to figure out how to do it. Uh, and so I still struggle with doing that, but it, it's, it works really well every time I force myself to do it. Right. It's imagine that. <laughs> All right. So then what's next for boom time? How, where you've bought, you've created for this, your fourth company. Do you, are you planning this one with your exit in mind? Uh, what's the plan? I mean, are you going to ride How long are you going to ride this one? Do you have any of that thought about? The, the plan, I think it's a bad idea to build a company with the, with the goal of exiting. So we're in a great growth phase and, and that's the thing we are focused on. It, I mean, it, 
it combines my passions of, of data and helping business grow. And so I'm just, I'm just having a lot of fun doing it. Awesome. And for our listeners and viewers who want to learn more, where is the best place for them to go? So you can find me on, on LinkedIn, of course. You can go to boomtime.com. You can reach out to, to me at uh, CEO at boomtime.com. Um, we've started our own, our own. We're not nearly as far along as you, but we've got a podcast, the B2B Word of Mouth Marketing Podcast, where we talk about exactly the things we've learned in doing this. Congratulations. That's awesome. And what, uh, what else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? We've covered a lot. So, you know, I'd love to share a book I just got done reading, Simon Sinek's Infinite Game. Okay. It just it highlights all of the amazing power of capitalism to create good in the world. And I, I, think, it's, uh, I think it's great for anybody who's running a business to, uh, to go read The Infinite Game. Awesome. That is a great recommendation. Haven't read that one yet. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, this has been Seth Green here with Bill Bice of Boom Time. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Been a lot of fun. Thanks. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free Perfect Pitch Cheat Sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.